This is Brain Diet, episode 201, if tracking macronutrients scares you. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode, the first episode of 2024. Now, I am a few weeks ahead recording, and so I'm still in December as I'm recording this, but you will be listening to this the first week of 2024, and I am so excited. I love New Year's. I love that that time of year and coming off the holidays and I, I love the energy. And so I am really looking forward to it this year. We spend New Year's, we did last year and we're going again this year, we're going to be spending it at Bear Lake that's in Northern Utah. And we're going to do a polar plunge. Last year, some friends we were with at Bear Lake did a polar plunge and I think it was 32 degrees outside and the water was also 32 degrees, like not frozen, but it was there was ice around. We went to the docks and they had brought their swimsuits and did a polar plunge. And I had so much FOMO that I didn't do this polar plunge with them. So I will be participating in that. When we go over the new year, I'll be reporting back to you on it. I'm quite excited about it. And I just am really excited for the energy of a new year. There is just so much possibility and there is all the time, but I like that it's a little bit more prominent and at the forefront of your mind. And that we can just spend some time thinking about ourselves and how we can be kinder to ourselves and what we can do that can make our life better and more fun and more enjoyable. So today, what we are talking about is if tracking macronutrients scares you. And this is something that I purposefully thought to have as a first episode of the year, because a lot of times New Year's resolutions and what is at the forefront of people's mind is their health and sometimes their weight and thinking about what type of goals they want to set. And that's certainly not what anyone has to do if they don't want to. But if that is something that is at the forefront of your mind, and it is coming from a kind place to say, hey, body, I'm looking out for you, then I want to talk to you about macronutrients. If you feel like tracking them or paying attention to them scares you, if it sounds like another trend, if it sounds just like another diet, I want to address that in today's episode. And teach you a little bit about what it is and hopefully dispel some of those fears and also kind of break down some of those myths and ideas that are often out there about macronutrients. So when people talk about tracking macronutrients, they also will say counting macronutrients. Those are interchangeable. They are synonymous and people use them in the same way. Essentially, what you are doing is paying attention to and deliberately manipulating the macronutrients that you are consuming them, consuming. Now you are always consuming macronutrients. They are in everything we eat and they are necessary and important for our overall health. We need all of them. That is why they exist. And so whenever we are eating, whether we're paying attention to it or not, we are always consuming them. And so when you can pay attention to how many of each you are eating each day, this simply allows you to manipulate your health, how you feel, as well as your body composition, meaning what makes up your body, whether it's muscle, whether it's fat, those types of things can be manipulated when you pay attention specifically to the macronutrients that you are consuming. Now, when you 
pay attention to them and deliberately manipulate them in this way, you are able to support yourself in a lot of different ways. You're able to support yourself in workouts if that is something that you want to do. You are able to get the right vitamins and minerals for what you are struggling with. For example, if you struggle with you know, certain symptoms in the body, you can then decide to eat certain macronutrients that have vitamins and minerals. Like, like it, if you are struggling a little bit with mental health, sometimes that can be an indication that maybe your B12 is a little bit low. Now, that is such a general statement, but this is just a basic example for the sake of what I'm talking about. Then you can use that knowledge to say, you know what, maybe I'm going to eat a little bit more red meat because red meat has B12 in it and is an abundant source of all B vitamins. And so when you can make choices like that, you can support yourself nutritionally in a wide variety of ways and not just with single symptoms. And so this is why macronutrients as well as, you know, using mostly whole foods to do so is kind of a powerhouse. Uh, Macronutrients are also a way to change not just your weight, but like I said, with body composition to change what your body is made up of. Many of us, when we think about the physique that we want or the way that we want our body to look, what we might not realize is that the reason that it looks that way is because of muscle on the body. The reason that it has shape or the reason that it looks leaner in some areas and larger in other areas is because of muscle that has been built over time. And there has been a you know, a decrease in fat to reveal that muscle and reveal that shape. And so if that is something that people want to work towards, which can be really fun to work towards to just change and manipulate your body and treat it like a science experiment, then macronutrients are really important to pay attention to, to leverage them in the direction that you want to go. Now, there is energy balance. If you've heard of energy balance, this is the umbrella over macronutrients. And what I mean by that is there are calories in each macronutrient and we need calories. That's why we, that's why we eat is because calories are what give us energy. And each macro contains calories, but they just have different structures, each macronutrient and different purposes and uses in the body. So while they all equate to calories, then while they all equate to calories, in addition to that, they have different purposes with the roles that they play in the body. And so I want to break down a little bit about each macronutrient, about their role that they play and some of the things that they do in the body. But when it comes to energy balance, like I just mentioned, what that means is there, because calories are energy, if we have more energy in our body than we are using in a day, then it gets stored. And if we have less energy in our body that we are using in a day, then it gets burned. The body goes internally to burn tissues and, and fat and muscle sometimes to use as energy. And so that's the balance of energy, whether it's a deficit or about maintenance level or a surplus. And so within energy balance, you've got macronutrients that each have calories that contribute to energy balance, whether it's more than you're using or less than you're using or just the same amount that you're using. And then within that, they play a specific role, a lot of specific roles. So I want to start by talking about protein. Protein is essentially the building blocks of the body. Protein is made up of amino acids, and that is what we use in our body to build things, whether it's muscle or tissues or, you know, things that have been injured and repaired. Uh, they Protein plays an important role in immune health. It also helps you feel satisfied. 
That's one of the things that I love about protein is when you are getting enough, then you feel satisfied physically. Now, carbohydrates, they are our body's preferred energy source. And carbohydrates make you feel energized. They also move through the body most quickly. They are digested um, and, and move through the digestive system most quickly. And so that's why sometimes before workouts, people will have isolated forms of carbohydrates, whether it's like a banana or oats or something like that, because when you eat those, they they move through your stomach most quickly. And then followed by that is protein. And then fats are the ones that stay in your system the longest. And that's why fats help you have stable energy levels because they move slowly and they release slowly. And so you're able to not have super high energy and then super low energy. They just kind of keep you stable. Now, fats also help you absorb certain vitamins and minerals. So there are some vitamins and minerals that are called fat soluble, meaning they can only be utilized in the body if there's a fat source with it. And so these are vitamins A, D, E, and K. These are the fat soluble fat soluble vitamins. And if we eat them without a fat source accompanying it, then we aren't able to absorb those vitamins and minerals. And so fats is, are really important to help us access those. And so that's why sometimes like eating just plain spinach may not be as useful as having spinach with a little bit of salad dressing because spinach is rich with a lot of those fat-soluble vitamins. And in order to absorb those, we need fats with them. Fats also play a role in your hormonal health. And so it's important to make sure you are getting enough of those, uh, especially for women, to have stable hormone levels in all of the right areas so that we're not dealing with other consequences that can come as a result of inadequate dietary fat. Now, a fourth source of calories is alcohol. I will not be speaking to that today. Uh, I'll just be talking about food sources, but that is something to remember that sources of calories are protein, carbs, fat, and then alcohol is kind of in a category of its own. So if you didn't know that, now you know, alcohol kind of has its own little own little camp that it lives in. Um, there are generally ways to calculate what might work for your body in terms of amount of calories and amount of macronutrients. Now, this is something that I can actually help you with. It's something that I help people with every day. If you listen to the end of the podcast episode, I offer free custom setting your macro sessions where you can come to me and we can talk about a great place to start based on you and your body. And again, these are general recommendations that we take into consideration certain parts of who you are, Uh, in order to make it as individual as possible. But then beyond that, there is individual variation that you can experiment with and manipulate in order to find exactly what works for your body and not necessarily just for like a 37-year-old, five-foot-six female, but instead you, your body. And that just takes time and patience to be able to learn exactly how your body works and exactly how it responds to certain amounts of things. Now, this happened to me over the weekend and it delighted me because I was so struck by how this transcends over time. And here's what I mean. I was at a Christmas party, which was so fun. We just had this huge family party, which we do every year. And I was sitting next to my grandpa and he was a bodybuilder back in, when was it? He Well, he's 85 now and he was bodybuilding when he was like 20-ish. So 65-ish years ago. And back then, bodybuilding, well, just gym and exercising, those things were super, super niche. 
because now I feel like people are a little bit more accepting of it as being beneficial for all people, exercising, going to the gym. But 65 years ago, it was certainly not the case. And so my grandpa being a bodybuilder back then, I had so many questions about what it was like. And so I sat next to him and I said, grandpa, tell me when you were in your peak days, when you were competing, what did you eat? And he said, well, I ate a lot of protein and I ate a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables. And I just sat there and was like, incredible, incredible. And it was funny because he then went on to tell me a couple of the different like supplements he took. And there were trends 65 years ago that were extreme and made a lot of claims. And there are trends now that are totally different that also make extreme claims. But the foundation of what works is protein, fruits, and vegetables. These types of things are where we can get a lot of the vital macronutrients and micronutrients. We can get so much of what we need just from those basics. Now, we need carbohydrates and fats, and I think the reason why sometimes those aren't included when we say stuff like this, when we just say protein, fruits, and vegetables, is because protein is typically the most under-consumed. It's not because the others are less important, but typically the most palatable foods, the most convenient foods are the carbs and fat sources. They're just as important, but because protein sometimes isn't the most convenient, it is the most under-consumed. And so that is why when I say protein, fruits, and vegetables, it's not to say that there is less importance with carbs and fat. It's just to say that it sometimes needs a little bit more prioritizing. And so I was so delighted that my grandpa had said this, protein, fruits, and vegetables. And my grandpa now, I mean, he is, he's functioning so well at 85 years old and takes good, such good care of himself. And I said, well, what do you eat now? And he said, well, still protein, fruits, and vegetables. He said, not as much protein as I used to, but that's still what I, what I eat. And it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air because it really can be that simple. Now, again, there are individual nuances and things that you can learn about your body and experiment with. But those things, prioritizing them is going to take you so much farther than so many of the other trends and things to hyper-focus on. Now, when it comes to macronutrients, I was kind of first introduced to them in college. I Part of my degree was a lot of study of nutrition. And so, of course, we learned about them and the function of them in the body. But I never really tracked them until 2016 when I had wanted to do a bikini show. Now, incidentally, I've told this story on the podcast before. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a bikini show. And I never made it to the stage because I had so many, so many difficulties with my relationship with food, with my relationship with my body that came up as I was going throughout this process that I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And it was actually a catalyst for me to really learn what was missing. And that is what this whole podcast is is based on, is, is mindset around food and of course nutrition as well. But the way that you're thinking about food and thinking about it more as an experiment and not something that makes you more worthy or less worthy or has any type of morality to it. Now in 2016 was when I had really started tracking macros and kind of getting into that world and seeing what it was all about. And since then, you know, it's been almost eight years or so, I've tracked on and off over those eight years. And it's never been a on the wagon or off the wagon type of thing. It has always been just a volume dial that I will turn up sometimes or I will turn down sometimes that I've just made these adjustments to based on my life, based on my goals, based on seasons, based on kids, based on, you know, just being a human. 
And so it's never that I'm either always doing it or never doing it, or it, it is definitely the opposite of that all or nothing thinking. It's just riding in the middle of a seesaw and just sometimes kind of going a little bit more to one side and other times going a little bit more to the other side because I'm human and my goal isn't to be perfect. My goal is just to take care of myself. And how I felt tracking eight years ago is a lot different than how I feel now because I've spent so much time examining internally what's going on in order to make eating and how I feel about my body so much more powerful and positive than how it used to be. And I didn't even know that that was a problem until it became evident as I was going through this process of wanting to compete in a bikini show. And so now when I think about macronutrients, tracking them, I compare it to my kids and their routine. So my kids are now six and four. And so we have a little bit more flexibility, but we still have a pretty rigid routine with when we wake up, what we do in the mornings, in the evenings, bedtime, all of those things. And I have a routine for them. And over the years I have with nap schedules and all the things, because it provides structure that feels safe and comforting. It, it provides a, a, a box to function within that is safe and comforting. And you know that you, you can expect certain things. And this has been shown to be helpful for children to have a reliable routine for a variety of ways. But when I think about tracking macronutrients, I compare it to this. Because when I use the structure of macronutrients, because I've spent so much time experimenting and seeing what works for my body, I know what will make me feel my best. And I also know what's required if I have certain goals, whether it's to build or whether it's to cut, whatever it might be. Macronutrients are the structure that I can rely on, that comfort me, that, that and if, every time I follow through on, I can think, you know what, I've really taken the best care of my body today. Now, even on days when I don't track or when I don't meet my numbers, I can still choose to believe that I've done my best to take care of my body because I've also taken care of myself in other ways, maybe enjoying certain meals that I didn't track or or spending time with loved ones and, and having a meal with them. And that is another way of taking care of myself. But now macros are simply used as a way to say, I'm looking out for you. I am paying attention to you, self. I'm paying attention to you, body, because I want to take care of you. And just like with kids, sometimes, you know, you'll skip naps or you'll have them up late or they'll miss a bath or whatever. But all of those things are part of life. And all of those things are sometimes what makes life really fun. And then you just go back to your routine. And so that's the way that I, that's the analogy that I've always used with macros where sometimes it's, it's fun to have those deviations and to maybe go off in a direction that we don't usually go. And that's okay. We just get back to our routine. We don't beat ourselves up over missing a nap, over going to bed a little bit late. We just get right back into the routine because that's where we know we thrive. So I recommend most people, now I say most people because I don't mean everybody. I'm not speaking to people that have severely disordered eating patterns or go so far to say is they have an eating disorder. I'm not talking to you. I love you and I am not talking to you. But I recommend that most people spend time tracking their macros, regardless of their goals, simply for the knowledge it gives you about what you are eating. It can turn you more into a food scientist. If you listen to my episode with Amber Brisaki, she talks about being a food scientist. And I love that idea because it turns you into someone who is looking at something as data with curiosity rather than this is good, this is bad. You're simply just being informed. You are paying attention to what you're eating and you are being informed enough about it in order to make the best choices for you. Whatever your goals might be to feel well, to lose weight, to gain weight, whatever it is, you can use macronutrients to 
work to your advantage. Now, tracking macronutrients is not something that needs to be done forever. Tracking every single bite is not something required to have your best health, but it can inform you about your food and your body to help you make strategic decisions in the future. It can help you make informed decisions wherever you go. So now, even though I am tracking maybe 60 to 70% of the time, if I eat out, if I am on vacation, if I am, you know, on a date with my husband or whatever it might be, I can make informed enough choices because I have tracked enough to know typically what's in food and typically what feels good in my body. That's why I love like a good salad bar or a good buffet because I can get so many delicious foods. I can get tons of fruits and vegetables when it's a really good salad bar and then I can get some protein in there and then I can have a little bit of a dessert and it's a delicious meal and I know generally about what I'm eating and I know it's going to make me feel well. And what this does when you can learn what you are eating and assess the data of how it makes you feel Instead of eating healthy or not eating healthy, it just becomes eating. So now whether I am tracking every bite that I take or if I'm going out to eat or going on vacation, it's all just eating. And sometimes it's part of my normal routine and sometimes it's out of routine and all of it is okay. All of it is what makes life wonderful and awesome. And all of it is because we love our bodies because that's what we are trying to do is take care of them and not punish them in any way. So if tracking feels scary to you, it's generally because of what you make it mean in your mind. It's generally because of thoughts like it's too scary, I might mess up, it needs to be perfect, it's gonna take too much time. And what I invite you to do, now again, you don't need to track, but the reason that I recommend people to is like I mentioned, because it helps you be informed. So I'm not saying you need to, but I recommend doing it in order to help you be informed and to help you reveal to yourself where you might have some thoughts in your mind that need a little bit of love and attention, just as it did for me back in that bikini show in 2016 that I never ended up doing. And so what I invite you to consider is seeing macronutrients as a helpful routine that you can keep yourself safe within. You can take the best care of yourself possible within this routine of paying attention to how much you're eating. It also doesn't need to be perfect. It really doesn't. It's simply a way of being informed and helping yourself. And it doesn't need to be perfect in order to see those types of results. You also, you can mess up. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Because it's just a tool. It's just a tool to help you love yourself through life being messy, to help you take care of yourself, just to have some structure to help you not go off the rail to the point where you feel terrible. Because sometimes that's not so fun. And sometimes there's a place for that. But I like to eat where it's fun and I don't feel terrible later. (laughs) You can also experiment and you don't need to track all the time. Maybe it's just a single meal that you track that you learn. Today for lunch, I had two ounces of protein. And so because I realized it was two ounces, I doubled it to four ounces and that doubled some protein for my lunch. And I'm so proud of myself for that. And that's all I need to do. You can take some time and just use it as an experiment in order to really turn yourself into that food scientist and turn yourself away from being a type of perfectionist. You can also, if you've ever done this on your phones, you can look at how much screen time you spend total per day, and then it breaks it down by app, how much time you spend on each app. And for me, I have been tracking on and off for so many years. But when you look at mine for my tracking app, I use an app called Macros First, and I really, 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 really like it. It doesn't take as much time as you think. When I look at mine, it is usually 15 minutes or less per day. And and that's kind of on the higher end. 
It can be done really quickly. And if you're going to make a meal standing at the table already, doing it on top of a scale doesn't take too much more time. And then just popping it into your phone, you can do it in under 60 seconds. I promise you, it doesn't have to take as much time. And I highly recommend this Macros First app. I was a MyFitnessPal gal for a while and just started to love it. And so I've tried Macros First and it's been amazing. I love it. It has the barcode scanner. And so I can just scan things, put them in, and it's so easy. I also weigh everything at home. So if I am at home and I am eating, I weigh everything. Now I eat a lot of the same stuff. And so sometimes I won't weigh it, but I just eyeball it to look similar to when the last time it was that I did weigh it. But typically just to keep myself again, feeling good, I will weigh everything at home. And then I guesstimate everything when I'm not at home. And this is something that's really important. Like if I know I'm going out to eat with Ben on a Friday night, then I will probably weigh everything that I eat up until we go out that night, just because I know I'm going to have more calories and I want to, and I'm excited to, and it's a great part of my life. And so for the rest of the day, I just make sure I get enough of the things that I need protein, micronutrients, fiber. So then I can enjoy a night out and feel better tomorrow. And all of that can usually be done in under 15 minutes. The last thing that I want you to remember about macronutrients and tracking them, it is a tool and not a rule. I have an episode that's called rules versus tools. I want to say it's in the seventies, I think. And I go into depth about this. It is not something that you can break or that can break you if you don't follow it. A friend of mine at the gym the other day, she just said, oh, I am so sick of tracking macros. I'm just so over it. So I said, well, then just stop because it's a tool not meant to be used for anything bad, period. If you feel like it's working against you, then stop. It's simply meant to be something you utilize, something you leverage, something to help you, not something to hurt you, to make your life harder. So it is a tool, not a rule. You can't break it. It's just something you can use to help yourself. Your body is smart and resilient. And macros are simply a tool to help enhance the resilience and the intelligence of your body. Macronutrients are your friend. And they have so much power in your body. And paying attention to them can be a helpful way of taking care of you. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's not something you need to do forever. It's simply a way of just being informed so that you can take the best care of your body possible. And you can also include foods that you love and enjoy and make life so much better. So don't be too afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. They are your friend. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.